In pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential. 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 Jesus House for All Nations. This message has been recorded live at Jesus House for All Nations. God bless you. We thank you, God. We bless you. Our scriptures for meditation today is taken from 2 Chronicles, the 20th chapter, and the 15th verse. And the, the background to the story in one or two minutes is the king of Judah got news that a fearful force was coming against him and against Judah. Uh, three nations, Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, had teamed up uh, to come against this one nation. <laughs> Excuse me. It was terrifying news, frightening news. He knew he didn't have the resources, the army, the capabilities to deal with what was coming against him. It was a proverbial mountain that was in his way. And he knew all that he had was God, and he set himself to seeking God's face. And there isn't time, but I would like you to read that when you get home, or those of you who are watching online after this is over, if you can read that, especially the way he prayed. It's a model of prayer where your back is against the wall. Um, and he called a fast, like what we're doing now, and sought the Lord's face. Um, his prayer is a real model where he, he acknowledges God's awesomeness, God's might. He declares his own powerless state against this assault that has come against him. Um, and as they stood before the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord came upon Je Jehaziel. Every time that God is going to move, uh, the mountain is moved not by power or by might, but by his spirit. The spirit of the Lord came upon him and he, he spoke this word, which is our scripture for today, to meditate upon. And please allow it to sink into your subconscious, into, your, into the very core of your being. Um, not just for today, but let it be some, a scripture that you work and live by. And he said, verse 15, Listen, all of you, all, all you of Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, and you, King Jehoshaphat. And so I bring that word to you, and I'm saying, Listen, all those of you who are here in Jesus' house, those of you who are watching online, Thus says the Lord to you. This is God's word to you. And please receive it as God's word to you. Don't worry about the person on your left or your right. This is God speaking specifically to you at this point in time, in this season. And God knows what you are faced with or what you are facing. He says, do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude. Amen? Now please put that in context as you meditate on it. 
What is it that is ranged against you? What is it that is standing against you? What is the mountain that looms large in your life? What is it that just simply won't move? What is it that in your natural mind you, have, you look at it and you genuinely can't, you can't tell, you don't know how it is going to move or shift? What is it that you're believing God for? You're saying with God nothing shall be impossible. So think about it. And he says, don't be afraid, don't be dismayed because of this. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Can someone say amen? It's really not about you in the final analysis. It's really about God. God's kingdom, a demonstration of God's power. Amen? For the battle is not yours, but God's. So you want to spend a few minutes and just allow the word of God to sink into your being. Contemplate it. Think about it. Muse about it. Um, 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 let, it, let, it let it saturate your mind. Don't be afraid or dismayed. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Don't be afraid or dismayed. Because of this challenge, the battle is not yours, but God's. The battle is not yours, but God's. Father, we thank you. Let your word sink deep into our subconscious. Removing fear and terror. Bringing boldness and confidence in you and in your word. That this battle against this multitude belongs to you, Heavenly Father. We give you all the praise and glory as we embrace your word in Jesus' name. And we say, Amen. 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 Go and celebrate God's word. Always, always get excited about God's word. Amen. 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 Praise God. Amen. I, I, I heard there were some reactions last night. <laughs> I expected that. Um, so I got told there were some reactions. Because the truth is, with what you're hearing, they're, 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 they're panicking. You know, they don't want you to know these things, and they don't want you to know how to activate it. So, um, if you, I'm, I'm, I, apart from the people who've told me there were reactions, if you had any reactions, just laugh at it. That is a sure sign of panic, because I don't want anybody to be afraid. Um, but if you're going this deep, there will be reactions. Yeah, because they want the status quo to be maintained. Yeah. The truth you know is setting you free. And they don't want you to know that truth. And most importantly, they don't want you to know the power you have in Christ. You see, as long as you don't know the power you have in Christ, you can't activate that power. And, and in the battle of kingdoms, you're like a soldier that exists 
as a soldier, but is not involved in the battle. So a lot of what is happening now is activating and, and activating and deploying you into battle. So no fear. Yeah, I know in case there were, rea I know, I know there have been a few reactions. I've had a few, but no fear. I, I, I had a good laugh. Uh, and that told me we're heading in the right direction. Amen. Paul says in Ephesians 6 from verse 11, I think it's in verse 12, he says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against principalities and powers, rulers of darkness and spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. Amen. A host of uh, demonic forces that are arrayed against the Christian. Let's focus on that. And the aim is to stop the Christian from entering God's plans and God's promises that God has made for you and I. If we were left on our own, against these forces that are actually persons. They are just persons without bodies, but they are persons. They exist. They, they, you know, the Bible would have to not be true if they didn't exist. And it's interesting how the church has nicely put this aside. Whereas when you look at the ministry of Jesus, from the beginning of his ministry, a clear sign of his ministry was his contention with these bodiless persons. Yeah? Mark 1, I think from verse 23, when he introduces himself um, and he brings about the healing of that, of the, of the, of the, pers the, the, the man who was uh, deaf, he didn't deal with it as an ailment in that case. He knew that there was a spirit behind it. And that characterized his ministry. And it's interesting that when he says the signs that will follow us as Christians, one of the clear signs is our contention with these bodiless persons. Yeah? That we will cast out demons. That's a contention of the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness. They are real. They have an assignment. And we can't be oblivious to them because if we are, which is what they want, then they can go about their assignment. Uh, John 10 verse 10, the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's their master. That's his assignment. And he has these hordes of bodiless persons. Because when I say demons or evil spirits, you might not understand. They are persons, persons. They exist. He has this horde of them that are part of his own army. And believe me, they are very organized. And I don't think that they are organized because Satan has the wherewithal to have created such an organization. I think they are organized because that's how they were when they were part of the angelic hosts of God. And when Satan rebelled and 
he was cast out of heaven with one third of the angels who joined him in rebellion. These are spirit beings, but they exist. If they are good angels who you sent on an assignment, you must understand that there are one third of them, and we have no idea how many that is in numerical terms, because nobody knows apart from God how many angels he has. But one third of them were cast out of heaven with Satan. And that one third is what forms that organized hierarchy that Paul talks about principalities and powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. Amen? And their assignment is simple. They exist. They are so real. They are more real because the spirit realm is the first realm. They are more real than the person sitting next to you. And their assignment is simple. It is to kill, steal, and destroy. To stop the children of God from entering the promises of God. Amen? But the Old Testament gives us an idea of how this works. Because the promise has been given. The promise has been won for us at the cross of Calvary. The victory is ours. In the same way that God said to the children of Israel, I have given you this land flowing with milk and honey. But then they had to battle hostile tribes to enter the land. In the same way that we battle not hostile physical tribes, but we battle this tribe of bodiless persons, demonic spirits, to establish God's promises for us. Amen? And so there are persons, they think, they feel, you know, they, they plan, they plot. It's just that their mind is darkened. And so all their plans, all their plots, all their thinking is evil and is directed against you and I. Amen? Amen. Does this make some sense? Amen. And so someone might say, so, so where are they? This, 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 uh, this, this organized hierarchy of, from Satan. Where are they? Well, the Bible tells us that in the beginning... God says in Genesis 1 verse 2, the Bible says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Yeah? The heavens is a plural term. It means heavens, certainly more than one. And the earth is a singular term. There, there are no two earths. He created the heavens and the earth. Amen? Now we understand that that means that there is more than one heaven. Yeah? Now, how many heavens are they? I can only go by what the Bible says to help us understand how many heavens they are. And why is it important to understand this? Because we want to, I want you to know where the headquarters of this kingdom of darkness is and where they operate from. Yeah? The, the prize for those bodiless persons is a body. It's a high prize. If they can possess a body and use the body. Because they can't function here effectively without a body. So they, they are looking for bodies to possess. So they can use them. 
The beauty about being a Christian is that they can't possess your body. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. But it doesn't mean that they can't oppress you in one area or another. And that's the mistake the church makes. They are good Christians. I have dealt with them. I have prayed for some. I've experienced it in my own life where I know I am born again, spirit-filled, but there's an area of my life where the enemy oppresses me and I can't see the fullness of God in that area until I deal with it. But then there are people who allow these bodiless persons to inhabit their bodies and then use them to achieve their own plans and purposes. Amen? Is this making some sense? Yeah, this is just a crash course. Crash course. I, I can do this for a few days, but let me just do a crash course because knowledge is power. So, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, plural. So, how many heavens are there? Well, we are certain, for starters, that there is one heaven above every heaven. Yeah? That's the seat of God. You know, that's where... When the Bible says in Acts, the 7th chapter and the 49th verse, heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. So there is the heaven, if you want to call it the heaven of heavens, that's where God is. Amen? In Ephesians, the 2nd chapter, uh, the 5th and 6th verse, the Bible says, even when we were dead in our trespasses, God made us alive with, with Christ by grace, you and I have been saved and raised up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Amen. This is the amazing, awesome gift and privilege of our faith that we can operate in this realm, physical realm, but we can also operate in that realm. Because we are in Christ seated in heavenly places. Amen? We are in Christ seated in heavenly places. So we understand that there is that heaven. Amen? In fact, the way the Bible puts it in Ephesians, the first chapter, verses 15 to 23, and that scripture is, joy, is scripture that brings joy to the heart of any believer. Ephesians 1, 15 to 23. It is... Scripture that just is so encouraging. And I want to read it from the Passion Translation. Because of this, since I first heard about your strong faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your tender love towards all his devoted ones, my heart is always full and overflowing with thanks to God for you as I constantly remember you in my prayers. That could be us. That is easily us that Paul is talking about by the grace of God. Yeah? Easily, every believer that is serious, every believer that, 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 that shows the love of Christ, it's you he's talking about. He says, I pray that the Father of glory, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, would impart to you the riches of the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation. You know, this we pray for God, just impart wisdom and revelation. Unveil this Bible, open up this word. Pull back the curtains and show me like he's doing and he will do over this next 21 days. Show me deep things. 
of the kingdom. The spirit of wisdom and revelation to know him through your deepening intimacy with him. Paul goes on to say, I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of your imagination. Somebody say amen to that. Flooding you with light until you experience the full revelation of the hope of his calling. That is the wealth of God's glorious inheritances that he finds in us, his holy ones. That your eyes may be open to know who you are. That your eyes may be open to understand salvation. That your eyes may be open so that you understand your inheritance in Christ. Believe me, you are powerful. The enemy knows, but you need to know that by God's grace in Christ, you are dynamite. Amen? And he goes on to say, I pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power. How, how much is God's power? Paul says it's immeasurable. It's immeasurable. You can't measure God's power. And we can experience that. Made available to you through faith. It's by faith that we receive these things. We read the word. We believe the word. We ask the spirit of God to expand our faith. We believe what God says. And as we believe it, the Bible says we, we grow from faith to faith. The faith of... How many, how many will say of the truth that it's day what of the fast? Day three of the fast. How many will say that already they feel like their faith has increased? Let, let's see your hands. That's how it works. That's how it works. Our faith keeps increasing. And suddenly what loomed large, we suddenly know that I can take this on in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen? Then your lives will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through you. Somebody say amen to that. You know, people are going to see in your life that the power of God is working through you. Your life will be a billboard for God. Your marriage, a billboard for God. Your children, when you, when you pray them into where they should be, an advertisement for God. That's what the Bible says. And it goes on to describe this power. This is the mighty power that was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to the place of highest honor and supreme authority in the heavenly realm. The same power is at our disposal. Ayo, when we understand these things, Ayo, you know, for your passion, we understand that Ayo, we are the legislature. We legislate for God, not parliament. When we finish here, they do what God wants them to do. It's awesome power. Awesome power. I'm not political in the sense that I'm not uh, partisan politically but the last election don't think it was voting no 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 voting no that was following the plan there were people on their knees who were not playing politics but who were saying god exactly what you want and the results have defied explanation 
It has nothing to do with Boris, nothing to do with con the Conservative Party. They are secondary. It has to do with God's agenda for this nation. And this nation must fulfill God's redemptive plan if there are people who are ready to legislate on their knees. We legislate on our knees. That's where we decree things. Not by our own will. Like Jesus said, not my will. I might love the liberals, love the conservatives, love labor. That's in my mental realm. But as a kingdom citizen, I'm saying, God, your will and your will alone. I legislate it. I decree it. I am a legislator for God. I am a king under the king of kings. I decree things and I pass laws. We're, we're, in public, we're, we're, we're public now, so I can't tell you some of the things that I've decreed concerning this nation. They cannot happen. Every day I wake up, I, 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 I burnish that decree. I say, God, not in my lifetime. When I go, if uh, the others want it to happen, that's their personal business. By then I'm in heaven. I would, I would just be enjoying God. But while I'm here, no. We are the legislature of God. Amen? Amen. And it's the same power that brought Jesus back to life. We marvel at that power that raised him from the dead. That empowered him to go to the pits of hell and wrest control from the kingdom of darkness. We marvel at that power. The marvel is that that power is available to you and I. You simply don't know who you are. And he says, and now he is exalted as first above every ruler, authority, government, realm of power in existence. He's exalted above principalities and powers. He's exalted above them. He is gloriously enthroned over every name that is ever praised, not only in this age, but in the age that is coming. Amen? Now, this is mind-blowing. So, he's exalted above all these things. He's in, obviously, if he's exalted above them, and if there are numbers of heavens, and he's seated in heavenly places, how many know the logic follows that he must be in the first heaven? Amen? And guess what? He isn't in the first heaven alone, because we are seated with him in heavenly places. He doesn't sit in the second, third, fourth, or fifth heaven. He sits in the first heaven, and that's where you and I are seated because of our life union with him. Can someone say amen to that? Amen. And he goes on to say, God has put everything under the authority of Jesus Christ and given him the highest rank above all others. And now we, his church, are his body on the earth, and that which fills him who is being filled by it. Amen. So he sits in the, in, the, in the first heavens. How many heavens are there? Paul talks about a man. Debate as to whether he was talking about himself. A lot of people think he was actually talking about himself. In 2 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, verses 2 to 4, he talks about a man. He says, I knew this man 14 years ago. I don't know whether it was in the body or whether he was out of the body. I'm not sure. But God knows. He says, that man was caught up into the third heaven. And in that third heaven where the man was caught up, in this paradise, he calls it, he says, the man had inexpressible words which it is not lawful for the man to speak. I suspect he was talking about himself, but in humility. He says... This is, let's just talk hypothetically about this man. So the man had a strange experience. The man was caught up into the third heaven, into paradise, he calls it. And he said the man heard some amazing things 
which he can't see. The things, the awesomeness of the things he had. He calls the third heaven, the, if you turn, flip it over, he calls the third heaven paradise, yeah? That's what I've been calling the first heaven. But the, he calls that paradise, yeah? So that is number one heaven, yeah? He says there are three heavens. So if he says there were three heavens, he says according to the third heaven, since the Bible does not tell us about fourth, fifth, or sixth heaven, amen? And I know people make phrase, say phrases like, you know, when, when they're happy, I was in the seventh heaven. There's not a scripture about seven, eight, nine, or tenth heaven. It's just the three heavens that the Bible tells us about. The third heaven means that if you start from the third, how many know there must be first and second? Amen? So what do we deduce? That when the Bible talks about the firmament and the skies in the heavens, that obviously must be the first heaven. Yeah? Is what we see when we look up. When Satan is called the, the, the prince of the air or principalities and powers in heavenly places, it does refer to a heaven. So if we've sorted out paradise where God is and we've sorted out the one we can see, the stars, the sky, the heavens, the expanse of the heavens, then what is missing is what is in between. Does this make some sense? Yeah? And it makes a lot of sense. You know why? Because when Satan was thrown out of heaven, if that heaven is above and he was thrown down, he could not have been above that heaven. And since he does not live here on earth, how many know that he must be somewhere between that heaven and this earth? Does that make some sense? And that is his headquarters, and that's where he organizes his army against the saints of God. Amen? That's where he sends them on assignments. That's where he plots and schemes. That's where he tries to cause havoc. That's where he... He establishes the hierarchy of his army. Yeah? That's, I would, I would imagine that when Daniel prayed and the Bible says the prayer was answered, when the angel was coming from paradise, God's heaven, yeah? Where God is. How many know that it is obvious that as he came down, he had to come through the headquarters of Satan. And that's where the prince of Persia withstood him. Amen? That's why we pray. Because a lot of times we are praying through. When we say we are praying through, it is not that God has not done but it is that there are contentions that are going on in the heavenlies, the battles in the heavenlies, and our prayers empower the angels that have been sent to bring to pass what the saints are praying about. Am I making some sense to you? Yeah? So they encountered him in their heavens and held him there until his prayers summoned Michael. 
and Michael arrived. Michael's particular assignment was to protect the nation of Israel. That's Israel's angel, according to Old Testament, the Old Testament in the Bible. And so Michael arrives and deals with the angel. Now, guess what the angel says to Daniel, which I find fascinating. After he gives the answer, he says to Daniel, I'm going back. He said, but when I go back, I have to fight through again. Does that make some sense to you? So if there was nothing there, why is he fighting through to go back? Because he has to fight through the heavens that are controlled by Satan. And he says, this time, not only will I deal with the prince of Persia, but I have to deal with the prince of Greece as well, the principality in charge of Greece. And believe me, it just shows you how organized Satan is. You know, he has, he has principalities in charge of regions. You can't deal with a region until you deal with the ruling prince. The prayers don't really go as far as they should until you deal with the principality. But then, he doesn't just have these principalities. He also has in his assignment to people, to families, to communities, he also creates hierarchical structures where he has his, as his demons in hierarchical order and at the top of that order is always a strong man. Amen? At the top of the order is always a strong man. A strong man is exactly what it, is, it, what it says. It's a demon spirit that is higher up in the hierarchy and that in a sense is a controlling spirit. And that's where I wanted us to go today, to deal with this strong man. Strong man over families, strong man over lives, um, strong man over communities, over cities. Yeah? Maybe in the 21 days I'll do a bit of a teaching and explain how demons work in clusters. They work in clusters. You know, they, they are, they, they, in fact, the best way to describe it, they function in gangs. So if you see one demon, more likely than not, I can tell you four or five who are with him. They function in gangs, yeah? So usually in charge of a gang, there must be somebody. In charge of that person, there must be another person. And the hierarchy goes all the way back to Satan. It's very organized, yeah? So a lot of times, if you don't deal with the strong man, you can seem to have victory, but you almost lose it quickly. And it's not decisive and complete. Matthew, the 12th chapter, and then we pray. Matthew, the 12th chapter. Verse 25 to 29. But Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself will not stand. Yeah? Unity is key. Uh, Satan can cast out Satan because every kingdom divided against itself will fall. Amen? He says, if Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself, how then will his kingdom stand? And if I cast out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore they shall be your judges. But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. When any of these spirits are dethroned, 
when they're bound, when they're cast out, when their plans are foiled, it is the kingdom of God that has come. Can someone say amen to that? And then he goes on, or how can one enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man and then he will plunder his house? Amen? Spiritual warfare, if you understand it, can be straightforward. We can't go in and just take the goods of the strong man. In any community, there will be a strong man. There has to be. It's, it's organized. We can't expect souls to come in. The strong man feels the souls are his until we bind the strong man. Most families will have a strong man. Most clusters of demonic activity will have a strong man. And until that strong man is dealt with... and we deal with him because of the finished work of Calvary. We establish what has been done. For this reason was God manifested, 1 John 3 verse 8, that he might destroy the works of darkness. He has destroyed them. Luke 4 verse 18, that is why he came. So we establish it. And part of that establishing is binding the strong man. Can someone say amen? Okay. I'll tell you a true story about someone who's, who's very close to me. Good girl, good Christian, trying to follow God. But there were parts of her life where we knew this was demonic activity. It was clear demonic activity. Because in parts of her life, there were manifestations, things, you know, that you knew this is not this person. Because this, pers this does not line up with the person that I know. Does this make some sense? Yeah? Am I making some sense? Yeah. So, I decided to pray with this person to deal with the oppression, the spirits that were oppressing this person in that area. And so, I, I, I started a series of prayers. And as I prayed, there were manifestations as the demons left. It's not that the person is demon-possessed. A Christian can be demon-possessed. But the demons had got comfortable in a particular area and were oppressing the person in that area, making you do things you didn't want to do, think things you didn't want to think, you know, uh, making sure that those areas of your life didn't look like heaven. They looked, certainly looked like something that demons were operating in and didn't look like heaven. And as I prayed, of course, there were demonic manifestations. And, you know, when demons are leaving an area... There are always manifestations in the person. A couple of them are obvious. Of course, uh, biblically, you hear the person shouted, so they'll be shouting. Um, sometimes the person is spitting. Sometimes the person will throw up. A lot of times the person will just exhale because don't forget it's spiritual. So sometimes there doesn't have to be anything dramatic. Just exhaling and the person says, that thing is over. So anyway, I'm doing this series of prayers, a couple of them, maybe four or five, you know, of intense praying, maybe an hour each sometimes. And, you know, there was a whole expelling of a lot of demons that were operating. A lot of revelation was coming. Because, you see, when you're doing that kind of prayer, you need the Holy Spirit. Because you can't see in that realm. You, you don't know what happened. So you need the Holy Spirit to tell you all kinds of things. So, of course, one of the things God told me was the point of entry in that person's life. You know, I actually saw the vision of where 
the person had an encounter with someone from the dark side, didn't know it was that kind of encounter, and there was an entry. And from there, the demons kind of laid roots. But where am I going? On the final, the final day, I was praying for this person. And I prayed, and there were a lot of manifestations, you know. And I felt it was over. I kind of thought it was over because I'd been praying for almost an hour. And so I left. And of course, you know, the person was that kind of prayer, you're weak, you're tired. So the person was kind of literally laid out on the floor. As I left and went into another room, the Lord said to me, you've cleared out all the, 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 the bodiless persons, the evil spirits, the demons, but you haven't dealt with the strong man. Go back and deal with the strong man. It was true, true, very true. So I went back. And I started to address the strong man, you know, forcefully. You must go. You can't be here. You have no hold over this child of God's life. This child is destined for greatness. As I addressed the strong man, this, this, this person let out an eerie shriek. And I saw fear like I've never seen in a person's eyes all my Christian life. And then... The person started saying to me, I can see, I can see the person running away. And the interesting thing was that the person saw physically, it would seem to her, but I knew it was spiritually, a person running away. And the interesting thing was that she knew who the person was. And this person was someone I had warned her against, that this person, he, he, he dabbles in the dark arts. Normal, normal person, very, very together, corporate, corporate, mega corporate, mega corporate, you know, fantastic job, together guy, tall and fine, handsome, together. But I said to her, this person dabbles in dark arts. I just sensed it from the time I met the person. And she said to me, how do you know? I said, it's his eyes. This is what I told her. I said, I looked into his eyes and I thought there's something wrong with this guy. It was the spirit of discernment. That was the person that she saw running away from her. What am I saying to you? These things are real. Stand on your feet. The first thing is to ask God to help you with revelation. Go and just ask for revelation. Because, you know, it's not, we're not all dealing with the strong man in, in different areas. Sometimes... The strong man is over a family. And just family traits that you just can't get away from. You look around and they say this, this is how this family is. And how the family is does not line up with God. Say this family has a history of sickness. doesn't line up with the grace and divine health of God. I don't know what it is. But you're going to start first by praying for your family that and may the spirit of god reveal to you and i suspect people will get revelation tonight if there's any strong man over that family you have the authority to bind him tonight his activities must cease go on begin to lift your voice begin to lift your voice father we just thank you holy spirit we ask that you come holy spirit the power that immeasurable power 
that terrifies the kingdom of darkness. Release it, Holy Spirit. Release it, Holy Spirit, in this place. Father, let it be released in this place. The same power that brought our Lord and Savior back to life. Let it be released in this place. And Father, bring revelation by your Spirit, O God. Let us see, Heavenly Father, those where we need to, O God, what we are contending against. Go on, identify certain things and declare that no more. You come against not just those demons sent on assignment. You come against that strong man. You come against him in the name of Jesus. Go on, lift your voice. And I'm, I, I pray you understand the, 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 the enormity of this prayer. That something has to change you. Come against that strong man in the name of Jesus. Go on, lift your voice, lift your voice. Rebuke him, bind him. That strong man, rebuke him, bind him. That trait has to end and tonight you can put an end to it. That activity has to end. Tonight you can put an end to it. It is not God's plan. It doesn't look like heaven. It is not Eden. It, it, it has nothing to do with God. You have a word from God against it. Lift your voice. Lift your voice and begin to declare it. Mahandele suraye brada dade tede bozetu landele bozoka yakakaria dade dede dede maruba kaka. We dethrone you. We bind you that you might be plundered in the name of Jesus. We stand in the gap for our families. We declare that nobody in this family in the name of Jesus Christ is a spot for the enemy. Nobody, oh God, should be subjected to that level of oppression. We lift our voices and we declare that that strong man, you are bound. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We cause a reversal in the name of Jesus. Zare yananada brosekelianda reboshto brokolale lale 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 branda bokuraboshte keke keriende brokuraboshte lila loshte radusta aneke arimande kudashte brokurubushaka reboshto brokuraye gadusta lanende. We frustrate all your activity. We rebuke you in the name of Jesus. The Lord himself rebukes you. The word of God is against you. Mahando bosika doste keriarabo shala lele brekete randuza de brokuruboste rahe baza dare dakaye yakaka. The battle belongs to the Lord. Lord, arise, O God, on our behalf. Ramondo suraye kadushta adeke brande kurubujaka kariata brozoto lobosho tulaye mango basate haraba opra zeke kekeke. Mande zukaye brotuna nikanda bazote bazote bako. We rebuke you in the name of Jesus. The Bible says if you resist Satan, he will flee because you're submitted to God. Go on, resist that particular strong man over that family. Go on, plunder from him what he thought was his goods. Name every member of that family and declare that not only will they serve God. But their lives will be an advertisement for the power of God. 
It is in your mouth you are able to do it. Go and declare it. Name each one of them. And if there's any activity that does not line up with God's word, go and come against that activity. We bind that strong man. We come against you. The blood of Jesus is against you. In the name of Jesus Christ, we come against you. Go on, the power is in your mouth. You can do it. It is the word of God. You are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus above principalities and powers. He is a mere strong man. He is below you. We rebuke you in the name of Jesus. We rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Go on, go on. You want to get deeper. Because he can't stay there. You must serve him an eviction notice. You must serve him an eviction notice. Your role is to stand in the gap for your family. With the knowledge that you have, you bind that strong man. We bind you. We bind you in the name of Jesus. Over that family, Basuya. Oh God of mercy, Father, it is in your name, oh God. Lord Jesus, it's because of your blood. Oh, Mahe Keriba Janga, Brogo Dokozete. Marimando kura yekeke bajo kurianda jebede boso teriende makondura yekeke boruba janga tuja rabase keki yemu jokura ye manto robo jokura yeke kurubo jaka rebo zekeki yando mando robo korubo jeke kurubo jaka we dismantle all that structure we disorganize that system we sow confusion into that cancel. Oh God, we overturn those wisdom tables. We speak as the oracles of the Most High. We declare that it cannot be. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We come against you in the name of Jesus. Makade, we declare that the Lord himself is against you. Maraboshte, we rescue every member of this family from your clutches. We plunder them. You thought they were your goods, but we take them back. We put them in the kingdom. We say the Spirit of God will convict them. We cover each one with the blood of Jesus. We come against you. We say no more of that trait. 
We say no more, no more of that activity. Bajo, Mandorobo Shukaye, Bazigade, Parade Kuraye, Manikorobo Jende, Improkurubu Jaka, Hazekerianda. Go on in the spirit, less violently dethrone every every strong man over that family. Maruba Jacode, Boruba Jondo Kuyaye, Aribazakade. We look at those traits. We put a stop to it. We put a stop to the failure. We put a stop to the irresponsibility. We put a stop to the sickness. We put a stop to the lack of achievement. We put a stop to the financial challenges. Baro dokoyaye, bobobozo korama, ariba dege, hande kurayeke korobojo kurayeke kerianda brokosto. Robu Jakaki Andaraba Zebre de Kiemo Sotulaye Aribashakaka. Oh, we release some of that immeasurable power that is in us in Christ Jesus. Oh, we come against you in the name of Jesus. We come against you. I sense that the strong men are toppling now. I sense we just have to press that I can see strong men toppling in the name of Jesus. I can see strong men toppling. Oh, I see families being set free. I see families being set free. I see circumstances changing. Oh, Bajokode. Oh, freedom to plunder the goods that, they, that he thought was his. Areba Jetusaye. Mariba Soroboshto. Barikodeshte keriende sirane prokura yekeke mandura bojeke keriende brokura bujaka kariaraba zebro korobojoku laye manura neki andorobojotu laye zubare 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 oh God of mercy ha erebojendura ye the battle doesn't belong to us oh God the battle belongs to you oh God. Father, arise, O oh God, the way you did for Jehoshaphat, for, your, for my sister, my brother. Arise over that family, O oh God. Father, we declare that me and my family will not just serve you. Our lives will be an advertisement for your power. We say topple, topple in the name of Jesus. The same way that Dagon fell and bowed to God. I want you to command that strong man to fall exactly how Dagon fell and bow to the Most High God. Go on. There's power in your words. That strong man must bow to God. You must bow to Jesus Christ. You must bow to God. We topple you over in the name of Jesus. Hey! Boruba Janka Regegegegegegegegegegege Zurududare Mando, 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 Brozukaye Bashe Yemosuka in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Suraye Marikandarabajeke Keriende Zubradakuraye Kekeshtulaye Bow, bow. Dagon was a god, but he bowed. We command that strong man, bow. We declare that over this family, 
There is no position for a strong man. Tonight we remove you. Tonight we uproot you. Tonight we bind you. Tonight we cast you out. Father, we thank you, O God. Oh, we bless you, O God. We glorify your name, O God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Father, we bless you. We bless you. In Jesus' name. Now, we want to pray for the city of London. You don't need anyone to tell you that we're contending with a strong man. And his goods are the souls of men and women. I believe by our prayer, we can affect the church this weekend. Every church in this city this weekend will be different. And if you're listening online, whatever city you're listening from, take responsibility for your city. We are the watchmen of our city. And so collectively, let's go against that strong man and let's tell him that we release the souls that God has destined for his kingdom. We plunder them in the name of Jesus. Go on, lift your voice, lift your voice, lift your voice. Every church in the land, every church in this city or wherever, whatever city you're praying, must this Sunday know that something has happened. Lift your voice, lift your voice. We release those souls. We, we call them forth. We bind you and we plunder those you have kept bound. Mazo, go on, lift your voice. Your voice, your voice carries weight and has power. What you declare will come to pass. We call those souls into the kingdom. We remove the blindfold the enemy has put on them. We say, come into the kingdom of God. We call them forth. O God of mercy. Father, it is your desire, your, it is what you desire that none should be lost, that all should be saved. We take responsibility as watchmen over this city. We speak into the four corners of this city. We ask, oh God, that the gates will lift their heads, oh God, for the, for the Lord strong and mighty has come into this city. Oh God, we release, oh God, on instruction the angels to go and gather the harvest into your bands, oh God. Gather the harvest into your church, Heavenly Father. Father, if they are ministering spirits, we need their help now to go and gather the harvest, O oh God, into your bands. We declare, Father, that this Sunday will record an upsurge in the number that will attend the churches and give their lives to Christ. We come against that strong man. We rebuke you. The blood of Jesus is against you. We bind you. We declare in the name of Jesus that we have plundered those souls from you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Bado, 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 bradeke demusendusaye. In the mighty name of Jesus. Boruzagada, manenke imosh donduraye keke, zubra dakiyaho, erebajondo kuramande keribazaka karyaraba. 
Mando robojo kura yekeke. Oh, we bless you. Sari boshte. Manika ndo robozo kura yekeke keke 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 Raminda turaye. Marubangado sika nanka. Mando robojo kura ye. Makiamu shanka broko robojaka. Rebesi kando robojon kura yekeke. Marumanka broko koko robojo kura yekeke rianda broko raye. Bozindo Robojaka Karianda. Oh, we bless you. Sare Boshte. Manko Ruba Zaka. Aribazenke Keriere Bojakura Yeke Kiashto. Bozo Borianda Brokura Mo. Oh God of mercy. Father, let your let this church, let your churches be full, oh God. We call the souls forth. We address the east, the west, the south, and the north. We say release in the name of Jesus. Release those who are destined for the kingdom of God. Father, we thank you and we bless you. We give you praise, O oh God. We give you glory, O oh God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Now, we've been talking about the weapons that God uses, and half of them we don't even understand. You know, some of them we receive by the Spirit, by revelation. You know, some are clearer. So we spoke about angels, how these are, these are the number one weapons of warfare. Angels ministering spirits to you and I. Um, and that if we don't give these angels instructions, they don't do it. They don't do anything. They are waiting for instructions. You know, these are people saying, send me. So give them instructions. And then we spoke about the arrows of God yesterday. Today I want to talk about the fire of God. Amen. Isaiah 66 verse 15. For behold, the Lord God will come with fire and his chariots like a whirlwind to render his anger with fury and his rebuke with flames of fire. Amen. For behold, the Lord God, the Lord will come with fire and his chariots like a whirlwind to render his anger with fury and his rebuke with flames of fire. One translation says, the NLT translation says, uh, to punish with fire. Hebrews 12, verse 29. For our God is a devouring fire or a consuming fire. Can someone say amen to that? Amen. amen. Today we release the fire of God in this place. Ha. Mari de keriete. Oh, Lord of mercy. You know, some people <laughs> are going to regret today. Now listen to how God fought for his nation for his chosen people, Israel, in Amos, the first chapter. Amos, the first chapter. Yeah, I'm going to read it very quickly. This was the message. This message was given to Amos, a shepherd from the town of Tekoa. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. He received this message in visions two years before the earthquake when Uzziah was king of Judah. Jeroboam was king of Israel. This is what he saw and heard. The Lord's voice will roar from Zion and thunder from Jerusalem. The Lord's voice will roar from his church. The Lord's voice will thunder from Jesus' house. By your prayers, there is a shaking in, in certain places tonight. You don't understand how powerful you are. The lush pastors of the shepherds will dry up. The grass on Mount Camel will wither and dry. This is what the Lord says. The people of Damascus have sinned again and again, and I will not let them go unpunished. They beat down my people in Gilead, as grain is threshed with iron sledges. They oppressed God's own people. 
they beat them down. They used what they thought was their power. So God says, I'm not taking that anymore. God is not taking that anymore for you. He's arising. He says, so I will send down fire on King Hezaliel's palace and the fortresses of King, King Ben-Hadad will be destroyed. God will destroy the enemies that are ranged against you. And you know, these are not physical enemies. This isn't a physical fight. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. I will break down the gates of Damascus and slaughter the people in the valley of Avon. He will break down every gate that has sought to hold any of his children bound. If he needs to, he will cause havoc in that realm. I will destroy the ruler in Beth Eden, and the people of Aram will go as captives to care, says the Lord. This is what the Lord says. The people of Gaza have sinned again and again, and I will not let them go unpunished. They sent whole villages into exile, selling them as slaves to Edom. And this, for us, it's not physical people. It's spiritual. Try to enslave you and enslave me. So God says, I will send down fire on the walls of Gaza and all its fortresses will be destroyed. I will slaughter the people of Ashdod and destroy the kings of Ashkelon. Then I will turn to attack Ekron and the few Philistines still left will be killed, says the sovereign Lord. This is what the Lord says. The people of Tyre have sinned again and again and I will not let them go unpunished. They broke their treaty of brotherhood with Israel, selling whole villages as slaves to Edom. So I will send down fire on the walls of Tyre and all his fortresses will be destroyed. This is what the Lord says. The people of Edom have sinned again and again and I will not let them go unpunished. They chased down their relatives, the Israelites, with swords showing them no mercy. In their rage, they slashed them continuously and were unrelenting in their anger. So I will send down fire on Teman and the fortresses of Bozrah will be destroyed. This is what the Lord says. The people of Ammon have sinned again and again. I will not let them go unpunished. When they attacked Gilead to extend their borders, they ripped open pregnant women with their swords. So I will send down fire on the walls of Rabbah, or Rabbah and all his fortresses will be destroyed. The battle will come upon them with shouts like a whirlwind in a mighty storm. And their kings and his princes will go into exiles together, says the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Rise to your feet, please. We don't have much time. But I just want you to pray that scripture. The Lord says he will do it. Remember, we started by saying the battle is his. We want to say, God, just do it. Destroy, send down fire, uproot, overcome. Everything you have said you did for your nation, Israel. We are, oh God, your children, oh God, by blood. Go on, lift your voice. Lift your voice, please. Please, I want you to, I want you especially to call down that fire. That wherever there's any gathering or any conspiracy, barosto, <laughs> barosto, may the fire of God fall. May the fire of God fall. Doesn't matter where it is. Marikadosh the God says He will do it. Go and read the scripture if you need to and begin to declare the scripture. That's what God says He will do. He says, I will destroy, I will slaughter myself, I will uproot. Lift your voice and begin to declare it. And then you want, to, you want to call down that fire. It's a weapon of warfare in the spirit. The fire of God. It's a weapon of warfare. Of course, we know that it's symbolic of the spirit. We're asking the spirit of God to wage war on our behalf. We're calling down that fire. We say no. We can't accept it. We're calling down that fire. We've been oppressed enough. We have been battered enough. We're calling down that fire. The Lord himself says he's angry. 
The Lord himself says in his anger, he's punishing. Call down that fire, call down that fire. Father, consume, O oh God. Father, consume, O oh God. Mando, we don't know, Father, but you know, O oh God. Father, where there's every, any gathering, O oh God, anywhere that great words were spoken, Father, to entrap your child, we say, let the fire fall there, O oh God. Maha. Father, the fire has a mind. It is the mind of your spirit. We say, let it locate everywhere that they have tried to hold your children in shackles, hold families in shackles. We say, let the fire fall, O God. 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 Let the fire follow God. Ha! In the name of Jesus. Father, let the fire fall, O God. We release that weapon of warfare. Father, let it let it run. Let that fire run. Let it run through, oh God. Let it lick up in its wake, oh God. Every person standing against your plans and purposes, oh God, for your children. Let the fire fall, Father. Father, we thank you, O God. Lord, we bless you, O God. Oh, we magnify your name, O God. You alone are worthy, O God. Worthy, 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 worthy. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. We give you praise, Father. We bless you, O God. Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. <laughs> thank you, Father, for freedom. We bless you, O God. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We honor you, O God. We stand in the gap for every family that is here. The covenant-keeping God. Every family that is represented by those watching online. And we declare, Father, that every member of these families will serve you. We declare, Heavenly Father, that the blood of Jesus Christ, which we speak over every member of this family, will redeem every member in the name of Jesus. And Father, we speak against any circumstance that heaven has not ordained. And we declare in the name of Jesus Christ, that that circumstance or those circumstances must align with heaven's plan and agenda in the name of Jesus. 
We declare, Father, that every strong man over any family here is bound in the name of Jesus. We declare that every strong man has fallen on his face before you to declare that you are God and you rule and reign in the affairs of men. Father, we thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Go and give God a clap offering. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. 